and welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Of course, as soon as I start recording, Ava starts snoring with her eyes wide open right behind me. But that's okay. It's just a little background noise. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to the second last episode of 2022. What the actual heck? This year's just gone by so fast I can't even deal. It's just been crazy. But that's okay. We are ready for 2023. Well, getting ready anyway. (laughs) I hope you've all had a fabulous week. Guess what? I finally freaking stood up on my new surfboard. I finally stood up. It was for half a second, but I stood up. I was so happy. I was like, yes, because right before I was about to leave, I could just feel that I was getting so close to standing as in leave the beach. I could feel I was getting so close to standing and I had a consultation to get to and I'm like, oh my God, just one more wave, Sam. I know this last wave, you will get it. And I did it. I stood up. I fell straight back down, but I still got up on both feet. Finally, it's paid off. How long has it been? Like six, no, it's been six months, probably four months, but that's okay. We get there at the end. Practice makes perfect. I hope you've all had a great week. I've got my shopping all sorted now for the week. I've just got to put a photo in a photo frame for my dad and wrap that up. And then I've got Christmas Eve at my house. So for food for Christmas Eve, we're doing a Barbie. So we're going to do chicken and beef burgers. And everyone that's coming, which is just my immediate family, will make something and bring it. So my sister is going to make a Greek salad. She'll bring that. My mom is going to make a fried rice and she'll bring the prawns and she'll probably bring more things knowing her. She'll probably bring custard and pudding and all that fun stuff as well. And my little sister is making rumbles for dessert. And yeah, so we'll put the chicken and the beef on the barbecue. I think we've got some chicken sausages as well we'll put on as well and then just have all of that with the side. So if I was to plan out that meal and make it a balanced meal, I would go for the salad my sister's bringing. I would do a quarter of my plate prawns or some chicken or chicken sausages because I don't eat red meat. Um, and then the other quarter I would probably do, oh, I'm making roast potatoes. And yeah, so um, I will do the roast potatoes and maybe a little bit of rice as well. So that would be my balanced plate for drinks. I want to get some champagne. So fancy. I had tried this new champagne on the weekend. Oh, Ava. Um, yeah, I tried <laughs> a new yeah champagne on the weekend and it was actually so nice. And I think it was about $40 a bottle, so it wasn't too bad. So I'm going to get that one. And I'll have some champers on Christmas Eve. And then dessert. I'll obviously try my sister's rumbles because apparently they're really good. Probably have some pudding custard and some fruit. I'll get some fruit to chop up beforehand to have afterwards as well. So that'll be my Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day. So Christmas lunch is at my mother-in-law's house. We are doing, I think she's doing like, you know, usual meats, veg potatoes. I think that's what most people do, hey, whether it's a barbecue or like three types of meats or some sort of roast, something like that. So we'll be doing that for Christmas lunch. 
my husband, oh my God, get this. He is driving to the other side of town to pick up a, um, a, a Christmas tart that he purchased. So he's, I think he's gone all the way to like the Eastern suburbs from Torquay to pick up this tart that he's going to take as a dessert option, which is <laughs> so funny, but he's a very big advocate for dessert as you, as you could tell by driving so far. I think it's like an hour and a half to get this tart. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, anyway, Sorry, oh, I think I'll have to have some of that as well. And then Christmas dinner is at my mum's house with my extended family on my dad's side. And yeah, so that'll just be, I think, a bit of finger food sort of thing. Because everyone's usually not that hungry by dinner time. So we just end up snacking on those little things for dinner. So that'll be my Christmas. I hope you've all gone into Christmas with a plan of what you're going to eat. Just make sure it is healthy and well-balanced. You don't have to gorge on everything that you see. Um, you can definitely have your dessert and enjoy everything you have, but you don't need to overeat or eat too much. Still try to be conscious of how much you're having and opt for the lighter calorie drinks makes it a lot easier to stick with. Um, so my nutrition tip recommendation for this week is actually so timely and it's like the perfect week for this recommendation because it's going to be warm finally in Victoria. Oh, So if you don't have BCAAs, this is not a recommendation for you. It's just a fun sort of slushy recommendation that would taste really good on those really hot days to help keep you hydrated. So it's yeah, like BCAAs or branch chain amino acids that you can purchase from a sports store, like a sports nutrition store. You can get so many different flavors and then you just mix it with like ice and water and it can turn into like a bit of a slushy, like blend it all together. It makes a really yum slushy. If you don't have BCAAs, you don't need it, to be honest. You can also use Diet Right Cordial because I'm sure I'll use that as well at some point. Some Diet Right Cordial, blend it all together, make a really yum slushy that has no calories in it, which is the most important part of this recommendation is to have a slushy without the calories and still be really sweet. So that's, yeah, that's my recommendation with these warmer weather um, coming up. You could even put them into like icy pole sticks or um, and put them in the freezer. So if you blend it all up and then put it in the freezer, it'd be a nice icy pole. It's another idea. In this episode, I am talking about my pits and peaks of 2022. And it's more so what my pits were and how I made them my peaks for the year and also the lessons you can take away from it as well. So this is a bit of a vulnerable episode. So bear with me as I'm probably will stutter over my words as I'm talking about them. So my first pit of 2022 was that my mental health probably wasn't the best or I shouldn't say probably it definitely wasn't the best this year. So I had a fair few months in the year where I just completely switched off mentally is probably in the worst state mentally and I was really struggling with uh keeping my mood I guess up and it was affecting work it was affecting my nutrition as well and yeah so my nutrition really suffered because my mental health wasn't in the best state so I was skipping meals I wasn't, I just wasn't eating enough food and then I would snack on really crappy foods and it was really frustrating for me because I'd still get into my consultations and talk about what they, what my clients need to improve on or how, how my tips can help them. Whereas, and at the same time I was struggling with that exact same thing too. And 
yeah, so that was really hard and it did give me a bit of an insight into people who really struggle with their mental health and how to help them improve their nutrition because it can be really hard to eat really well or try to eat well when you're not in the best headspace because at that time I just I really didn't care about my nutrition at all like that wasn't even my priority like eating well was just not even on my radar I was just more so trying to get through every day and thank god my husband was cooking a lot of food for me so that I that so that he made sure that I was eating because I just wasn't eating and um yeah he was making all my dinners for me my lunches as well and yeah, I can't remember if I even did breakfast or ate breakfast or not, but at least I had two good decent meals I was getting in because he was cooking it all for me. So that was my first pit. And by the end of the year, so around about now, my nutrition is so good right now. I really feel like I've got such a good routine. I'm eating so consistently. Um, I still have days where mental health isn't the best, but I still keep on top of my nutrition. And honestly, it makes such a difference to, you know, staying in a positive mindset as well when you are eating well. So my lesson, I suppose, for you guys would be to make sure that when you are struggling with mental health, that you still have the basics on hand to eat. So whether that is just like a roast chicken and a salad, and just putting that together so it's so much easier. Um, I gave a lot of tips in my episode 16 on how to eat well when you have poor mental health. Um, I think that's really beneficial and that's where I got most of my ideas from for that episode from what I found would, was helping me during that time. Because yeah, when we don't eat well, uh, it makes our mental health worse. We feel terrible. Um, we don't, it's, I suppose there's so many different reasons why it affects your mental health as well. So if we aren't eating well, it affects our gut and our gut microbiome as well. So if our microbiome isn't the best, it's also going to affect our mental health as well because our gut and our brain are connected. So this is why sometimes when people start eating better, they start feeling better as well as in their mental health starts to improve. And this is because they've got that gut diversity back with variety of vegetables, fruits, nuts, legumes, all that stuff that makes part of a healthy, well-balanced diet. It then, yeah, improves, improves your gut microbiome and then therefore improves your mental health as well. I remember I had a client tell me once that she feels better seeing me every day than she did seeing her psychologist. And the only reason for that was because she was just eating a lot better. So it wasn't particularly me that was doing it. It was because her diet was improving that she was starting to feel a lot better. And it just shows that your diet is so important. I mean, I remember when I've seen a psychologist before and they tell you, um, they ask you, sorry, what your diet and lifestyle is like. And she, I remember the psychologist was like, I know this is a silly question because you're nutritionist, but what's your diet like? And it's fair enough that she asked because at the time it was, my diet was really good. But if she had asked me, I don't know, six months later, I wouldn't have said it was good at all. And it does just play a huge effect. So it's so important to stay on top of your nutrition. And even if you can't do anything, you you can get pre-made meals delivered. So at least you don't have to do anything. It makes life so much easier if you get some meals delivered to your door that you can just heat up and eat. And that way you can still remain somewhat on top of your nutrition when you are struggling. My second pit was I lost my exercise routine. This was around the same time as 
when I was struggling with my nutrition. But yeah, I lost my exercise routine because I decided to leave the gym I was at and train from home, except I had no discipline or accountability to train from home. So I wasn't doing it. And this was for about four, five months. I was trying to do it on my own and it just wasn't happening. And uh, yeah, I was just really disappointed in myself because I, it is important to me, but I wasn't doing it. And I wasn't making it a priority for myself as well, even though it was so important to me. And I think it is because training in the garage is so hard, especially when you also work from home. So I spent all day at home and then I have to go to the garage and do a workout. And I tried so many times to do it and I'd just sit in there and play with my dog or just like, oh, I'll go back and do some work and go back to the office and work then. And it just wasn't happening and I wasn't being consistent and it was just really annoying me. So I made it into my peak (laughs) and I joined a gym, which I've mentioned before a few weeks ago, and I'm enjoying it so much, like the most I've ever enjoyed going to the gym, which is weird. I did really enjoy when I went to CrossFit as well, but I really am enjoying going. So since I did my bikini comp in 2017, where I just trained so much, spent so much time in a gym, it's been really hard since 2017 to even enjoy doing any sort of weight training. Because it, I suppose, when I was doing my bikini comp, it was just such a long time in the gym. It was just, I just had to do it. It wasn't enjoyable for me anymore because it was such, it was such a chore now. And now this year, since joining this gym in, I think it was last month I joined. And now it's just, yeah, I enjoy it. I like going. I know what my goals are there. My goals are literally to just build muscle and maintain strength and maintain bone density that is actually something that I focus on so much when I'm going to the gym and when I can't be bothered doing it or I don't want to go up in weight I just think Sam you're going to be a brittle old lady one day you need to do your weight training because you're going to have no bone mass left and break all your bones that's literally what I think I know it sounds really dramatic but it's true I can just so see it happening so I need to go to the gym and keep my bones stronger. That's what I think about. And yeah, I just enjoy going now. And I like being away from work for like one hour to just do my weight training. Like I'm not even there for an hour. It's like just just under an hour. So it doesn't take much time out of my day at all. And I just feel like because of that, I feel like I'm in such a better mood after training. I, I continue to eat well because I'm training as well, because I'm trying to build muscle. I need to eat well about to build muscle. I need to get enough protein, in, enough calories in so that I can maintain and build muscle strength. Hey, this is a super quick interruption to tell you about my new program, The NBS Method. After working one-on-one with over 400 people on their weight loss journey, I have developed my own unique formula and method to help clients get from restriction, binge and emotional eating, self-sabotaging behavior, and having no idea what actually works for weight loss to feeling in control, confident, knowing how to deal with their triggers, becoming a more mindful eater, knowing how to eat for fat loss, and finally seeing the weight loss results that they're after. This five-month nutrition coaching program will show you how to lose weight in a sustainable way, stop overeating, reduce binge and emotional eating, and finally feeling in control over your eating rather than food having control over you. Within the first few weeks, you'll start to feel lighter, healthier, more confident, and energized. You'll be in control over how much you're eating, you'll understand your triggers for emotional and binge eating, 
and you know you've learned the necessary steps to maintain your new healthy lifestyle. I'm so confident that you will gain so much value out of this program and by the end of the five months, you will know exactly what you need to do moving forward to continue to see the results you're after or maintain your weight loss results. If this is exactly what you need right now, head to the link in the show notes to book your no obligation phone call to see if it's the right fit for you. Okay, let's get back into the episode. I go four times a week, which is perfect. So I do two upper body days and two lower body days. So each upper body day is slightly different. So one upper body day, I would do abs and back. And the second upper body day, I would do chest, arms and shoulders. And then with legs, I'll have one day where I do squats and then quad work and then I'll have one day where I do deadlifts and hamstring and glute work. I find that really balances out all my um, all my muscle groups to make sure I'm working them all effectively. Um, I do need to be a little bit more on top of tracking the weights that I'm doing so that I know I'm improving each week so I need to get a bit better at that because honestly there's no point going just doing the same weight every single week. You need to be improving and building strength each time. Um, so yeah, I need to start getting on top of that, but that's my peak. Like I'm so happy with it now. I'm really enjoying going to the gym and I suppose the lesson you can take out of this is you can be mad at yourself for not doing the things or you can find a way to make it happen. So I know often I hear, oh, I really want to lose weight. Oh, I should really be losing weight or I should be, you know, tightening up my food intake, blah, blah, blah. You hear all these things, but people aren't doing anything about it. And I think it's important to recognize that if you can't do it on your own, like I couldn't train from home on my own, it just wasn't happening. You need to get help to do it because you're going to get what a year down the track and still be in the exact same position because you didn't get help or you didn't want to get help. You thought you could do it all on your own, but then you try to do it all on your own and you just don't get anywhere. And that was like me with training. I tried to do it on my own. I wasn't getting anywhere. I could keep on trying to do it on my own at home or I could actually get a gym membership that I know I'll go to because I'm paying for it. And then I can actually start achieving my goals from there. Because there's no point saying, yeah, I should do this. I should do that. Oh, I've been trying to, I've been wanting to do this. But then you've got no accountability, no responsibility to do it apart from you just having your own goals in your head that you're trying to achieve. And I see this sometimes when people will message me to want to work with me and they they tell me all their goals. But then when it comes down to it, they don't commit and then a year or even two years later I'll get a message from them and nothing's changed they're still in the same position and they haven't seen any changes in what they're wanting to achieve I think because people sit on the fence think they can do it on their own but then nothing happens and you just end up going around in circles and trying to do things and not getting anywhere I honestly think if you do want help with any sort of goals that you have you need to Find a way to hold yourself accountable to these goals. Accountability is such a big thing, especially when changing habits. Such a big thing. And I found the accountability of this gym to be super helpful for me. My third pit for this year was I had increased sense of loneliness throughout the year. And I think that's because I've moved away from home, as in like where my family lives. It's only like an hour away, but still... I work from home as well and I wasn't really socializing with anyone else apart from me and my husband. So it was getting pretty lonely and I feel like that also would have affected mental health as well. And then I stopped going to the gym. I was going to at the start of the year and trying to train from home and all that sort of added up to how I was feeling. 
And I also didn't have any hobbies that I was doing outside of work and my general life. So I started the joining a surf program and that was for six weeks. And this is where my peak comes into. And I yeah, started connecting with new people, made new friends. And now I have a friend that I go out surfing with once a week, which is great. And we go out together, which is good to be able to like surf and also just know you'll be safe when you know someone else out there. Um, and that's, yeah, something that we do together. And it's able to, I suppose, to be why one source of socializing for the week if I don't end up going into Melbourne, which is good. So that has really helped in general, just increase happiness and have something that I look forward to each week as well because I love going out in the water I'm actually craving going out when I'm yeah like tired or exhausted I'm like oh I just want to go outside for a surf and I do feel so much better afterwards which is crazy to me so that is it for this episode I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you look back on your year see what your struggles were, how you've improved, how much you how far you've come over the last year as well. I know a lot of my clients listen to this podcast and think about I want you to think about where you were at the start of the year to where you are now, especially nutrition wise and how much better your eating is and how proud of yourselves you should be with how you've gone this year because yeah, a lot of you have made heaps of change and made massive lifestyle changes which is so great and so hard to do as well so you should be very proud of yourself anyway i hope you all have a very merry christmas this weekend i shall chat to you next week as i'll be doing another episode next week of course no weeks off here well i will be taking a week off from consultations but not from the podcast <laughs> and i shall chat to you next week bye